Hey sis, welcome back to the podcast. I'm Haley. And I'm Emma. And today, the kind of concept of this episode is when self-awareness is uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. Um, We just want to have a conversation. If you've been keeping up with our Instagram, you've seen we've been trying to post a lot of um, resources just about like anti-racism and um, addressing your own bias and things like that. And so today we're kind of going to be talking about bias and then a lot of this will be from a Christian standpoint because we are Christians. Mm-hmm. Um, but we just want to have like an honest conversation about it. And I'm like, do you want to talk about kind of why you wanted to do this episode? Because you yeah. had originally talked about your high school experience. and Yeah. Um, it was really important for me to just like address what's going on in the world because honestly for me, this whole um just like uprising in the social media and i mean in the world like streets everything it has really opened my eyes and like it's gotten me to do some to do some research and to do some work in like myself and it left me feeling like why the heck am i 21 and now just having these conversations and like thoughts and like thinking through these things and so i just wanted to have that conversation with like our podcast family because I came from, like, a very bubble, like, I came from a bubble, and I didn't have a lot of diversity, and I didn't have to think about a lot of these things at a young age, and they're important, like, they Mm -hmm. affect the way that we love people who are different than us. Yeah, I think we have obviously been having conversations about how we can meaningfully respond, because one thing we didn't want is we didn't want to you know, you don't, you don't want to turn it into something that becomes about you and you don't mm-hmm. want to just be shouting kind of into the void of social media and not making any real actual changes in your own life. Yeah. And so we've been figuring out ways we can respond, both of us, um, in what we're reading right now and in what we're watching and in podcasts we're listening to and in where we're donating and things mm-hmm. like that. Um, we've been trying to figure out how to respond and share resources with you guys as well because we know our demographic and mm-hmm. we know that most of the people who listen to the podcast probably look like us and were raised in similar backgrounds mm-hmm. and things like that. Um, and so that's why we wanted to talk about it yeah. today. Yeah. Um, and the whole point of like the whole reason we started this podcast was to have conversations that we wish we would have had when we were younger. Yeah. And this is a conversation you wish you had when you yeah. were younger. Yeah. Um, I think we are definitely like approaching this with like a humble heart. Mm-hmm. I think that um I think we've seen a spirit of defensiveness Mm -hmm. um within like some people and I think that in situations like this all we can do is approach it with a humble heart Mm -hmm. um and so that's how we kind of want to approach this episode Mm -hmm. um and that's our that is like our heart for this episode so um with that being said I wanted to start with this quote um and then we can jump into I know you had some like things you wanted definitions and things um, so I saw this quote, it's from, I actually don't know where it's from, but I saw it posted on Kaya Gerber's Instagram account. I think she's from, is she from like the Fosters? I actually don't know, no but I saw her post it on her account and I really liked it. Um, it said, opinion is really the lowest form of human knowledge. It requires no accountability, no understanding. The highest form of knowledge is empathy for it requires us to suspend our egos and live in another's world. Mm. It requires a profound, it requires profound purpose larger than the self kind of understanding. And I just really love that quote because I think, I don't know, I feel like in this culture, we're kind of taught to like, like have an opinion, like you can have whatever opinion you want. And like that, like that's important. And yeah, like it does. But also like 
your opinion doesn't hold you accountable to anything. You can just be like, oh, well, that's just my opinion. And there's absolutely no accountability. It's it's like a cop out. Yeah. And so I just, we have talked about empathy a lot on the podcast. And I think that's kind of like a lot of what our conversation would probably be based around. So Mm -hmm. I just wanted to start with that quote because I really liked it. Mm -hmm. Um, But you had some definitions of bias and prejudice. And we also wanted to say too, this isn't just about obviously like in this situation, the like topic is obviously racism. Like that is Mm -hmm. what we are like facing, I guess. Like that's what we're addressing specifically because that's the situation that's happening right now. But bias applies to so many things. Mm -hmm. Like just any sort of bias that you might have. Like any preconceived notion of somebody you have. Like this applies to all kinds of bias, not just racism, I guess is what I'm trying to say. Yes. Um, so yeah bias is this is literally just from google search but yeah it's just the prejudice in favor of or against one thing person or group compared with another usually in a way considered to be unfair and to go off of that it talked about prejudice and prejudice is the preconceived opinion that is not based on reason or actual experience and so prejudice is your subconscious implicit bias where you don't even know you have a preference for a certain thing. Like you haven't intentionally been like, oh, I prefer whatever over something else because because of X, Y, Z. It's just like what you're familiar with. Yeah. What's been in, like what's been ingrained in Since your little. Yeah. yeah. Implicit bias and like prejudice just exists no matter what no matter like literally no matter what you can be like you could be raised in LA in the middle of it and be surrounded by people of all different identities and you can still have your own implicit bias and like implicit and subconscious preferences that you base your decisions off of and so one thing that is important to do is just to recognize those things like recognize the commonalities in your life that is constant everywhere and then ask why yeah I think that's a really good way of saying it I liked this quote by Dom Roberts she you guys have probably seen her graphics on Instagram but I think this kind of goes along with it she said prejudice is a learned ideology so if you can learn it then you can unlearn it Mm -hmm. and I really liked that because like somewhere along the line we did we picked we picked up bias whether Mm -hmm. we're like aware of it or not and I think when we can bring it to our awareness then we can begin to dismantle it and be like okay that literally doesn't make sense where did that come from Mm -hmm. and that's, I think, when we can start to make steps forward. Yeah. I think, like, for me, in order to, like, for both of us, we always want to love other people well. Yeah. And in order to love other people well, I think you first have to figure out what barriers are preventing you from doing that. And bias is one of those barriers. You cannot fully love another human being and fully, and love people well if you have this bias. And so, that is a barrier that I think prevents us from just like experiencing the fullness of like love towards another person Mm -hmm. and like we said whether you're conscious of it or not we do grow up believing certain narratives and that like that does become the lens through which we see the world and Mm -hmm. I think like you were saying like you're like oh my gosh I'm 21 and I'm just now figuring this out and like we're all figuring it out Mm -hmm. no matter what age we're at but the important thing is that you like that you are bringing it to your Mm -hmm. awareness and you're actively working against it like you meaning like everybody yeah (laughs) but yeah and that's like a beautiful thing too because I think Indy Blue said this. She was like, Yes, it's I don't know if she said it like this, but she said something like, How beautiful is it that our humanity is growing in this way? Yeah. I think it was her that said this and I was just like, Yeah, like how beautiful is it 
that we don't have to be stuck in our old ways and that we can grow and learn and learn to accept and like love others and everyone in ways that like we didn't before we weren't able to before yeah and I I love that like I think it's a like unlearning old system of things that are a result of generations and generations of implicit bias is a really cool thing even though it's painful you know? Yeah, and I think it's cool, like, we, okay, th- so, I don't remember, I think I was reading, um, some therapy book, I don't know, but the concept, oh, it was, it's called, um, I have it right here, it's called I Don't Want to Talk About It, Overcoming the Secret Legacy of Male Depression, and so it's talking about, obviously, like, depression in males is something that is not diagnosed and not, like, really understood because it's something that's really frowned upon in society, And one of the things I was talking about is that, like, depression in men is carried from generation to generation, but then when there's somebody that's willing to come in and do the work, then they are, like, freeing future generations. And I think that's something that's so cool is that, like, we have the opportunity right now to, like, make a change in ourselves that in turn is going to make a change in, like, our children and the generations to come Mm -hmm. and that we don't have to, like, live in those old ways. And I think that's just something that's, like, really cool and hopeful and also puts a lot of, I think, puts a lot of, like, conviction, I guess, on us Mm -hmm. too. Because, like, it's not, first of all, it's never just about us, but especially just thinking about, like, not that we're, like, moms yet, but, like, we're getting to the age (laughs) where it's, like, wait, like, how do I want to, like, raise my kids and things like that in the future and there have been a lot of resources shared this week about just like how to talk to your kids about racism or how to talk to your kids about like different topics yeah and it's really convicting to like be like okay I need to do the work in myself now yeah so that I can like do better like with my kids I guess yeah I think that's been the motivation behind everything that we've been learning like reading and watching and yeah stuff is like no better so we can do better and yeah totally and like we will mess up we will stumble like mm-hmm. but that's part of the beauty too is because we can be constantly changing and constantly growing and we will never arrive and so the more and more we like break down and build back up again but like closer to where we want to be yeah it's like that's still doing the work yeah I posted on my store today it says normalize changing your opinion when presented with new information and it's like it's humiliating and convicting to get it wrong yeah but if we normalize changing based off of information that we didn't know before but now do then that's what matters and like that's what's going to make the difference you know yeah definitely and I think like I think that's something like cool too that we're seeing now is like we I don't know I think sometimes just depending on who you're around, you can just grow up to, like, parrot the beliefs, parrot, sorry, I didn't pronounce that very well, (laughs) parrot the beliefs of the people around you, but it's, like, if you've held something your whole life, and you're getting to this point, and your eyes are being opened, and you're realizing that's not, like, true anymore, that's, like, incredible, like, that doesn't, there's no shame in that, and I I know sometimes it can be, like, oh my gosh, I can't, like, I feel horrible that I felt like that for, or that I thought like that for so long, Mm -hmm. but I think, like, it's, it's still something to be applauded, like, your eyes are open now, move forward Mm -hmm. with that information, Mm -hmm. and, like, yeah, change, change your mind about things, and learn new information, and keep constantly changing your mind, and keep constantly questioning things, because, like, the more actively we engage in our, in our beliefs, and in the things that, like, 
we've maybe just accepted as truth for so long i think the closer we come to like the actual truth yeah if that makes sense and like now more than ever we have the opportunity to do that like through technology through being able to talk to people with so many different perspectives and like hear from so many people it's like we can have a perspective of the world in a way that like we that no generation has ever been able to before yeah it's it's definitely cool and like seeing it with social media it's it's just like really interesting the time that we live in and how like it's been cool to see like how many resources have been shared and just thinking about if this was 50 years ago like Mm -hmm. it would have looked so different yeah um and I don't know that's I think that's really cool I wanted to say you were talking about like with social media that you or with like the technology that we have you're able to like hear from people with different perspectives and I think that's like very true like if you step into the experiences of others that's what brings perspective Mm -hmm. so I think really taking a look and like diversifying the perspectives that you're hearing from Mm. like are you are you surrounding yourself with people who look like you who think like you who share the same values as you or are you surrounding yourself with people who come from a lot of different backgrounds and have had different life experiences and have all these different perspectives because my pastor said like in a past message he said um if the only people you know are christians then you don't know enough people Mm. and i thought like the same is true here like if the only people you know are people who look like you and think like you and hold the same values as you then like consider widening your like your frame of vision yeah because there is like so much beauty in and like it's so boring when it's we're just surrounded by people who are the same as us like it's so boring so it's just like there's so much beauty in all of the differences between us and yeah I just think like look at look at where your perspectives are coming from if you're hearing one perspective like widen that widen that scope of vision Mm -hmm. from a Christian standpoint do you want to talk about like where what you would say about if you're a Christian listening to this like I don't know, just your thoughts on how we should be responding. Because I have a freaking lot, let me tell you that. I have a few. No, I'm just kidding. But, like, really. <laughs> um, we're Christians, so love God, love others. Like, yeah, 100% all the time. But it's like, okay, how do we do that well? And how does that change anything, basically? Because yeah. it, it's kind of overwhelming when you are faced with, like, social media and the amount of people that we're, like, interacting with. And, like, yeah. all the different perspectives we're learning from. It is overwhelming because... At least for me, like, I'm drinking out of a fire hose, like, yeah, right yeah, now. Yeah, totally. And, but when I go back to love God, love others, I'm like, yeah, that's literally all that matters. Like, love yeah. God, love others. I saw this quote today and it said, The only clear line I draw these days is this. When my religion tries to come between me and my neighbor, I will choose my neighbor. Jesus never commanded me to love my religion. And, oh, holy. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> that is so good. Yeah. And... It's, it's like, so true. Jesus, like, led the best example of loving those who are marginalized. And, mm-hmm. I mean, like, that's something we're both passionate about in our own ways. Like, you with people who have mental health issues and me with yeah. people who have disabilities and, like, yeah. things like that. Like, loving the marginalized should not be foreign to us because, one, that's what we're called to do. Yeah. And, two, it's, like, it doesn't take a special person. Like, no, that's, that's all of our callings. Yeah. Yeah. And so that's my like big thought. Yeah. No, I wholeheartedly agree. I think I think I find it often shocking in this instance, like in with the death of George Floyd. I have seen like the most shocking responses from mm-hmm. Christians and I that like truly breaks my heart the most because I'm just like 
who who is your God? Because like, look at the God that we serve and like, look to Jesus. Jesus hung out with women. Like that is controversial. Like (laughs) he hung out with women. He hung out with lepers. He hung out with prostitutes. Like he hung out with the people that were on the outcasts of society that were oppressed and marginalized and he loved them. And it's just like, how is that a question? Like, how is that? What part of that is confusing? Like that is what Christianity is. And, um, there, nothing rooted in hate and division is from God. Yeah. Racism, sexism, homophobia, any of those things, like, isms and things ending in, like, IA, like, any of those things, that is not from the spirit of God. Yeah. Like, that is, that is the enemy speaking division. Like, it's just, it's just simple. Love people and, like, look to Jesus. And if we do that, we see a very clear example of how we should be responding in this situation. Yeah. And also, I was reading, to be quite honest, I haven't opened my Bible in like a hot minute, as in like months, when I say a hot minute, <laughs> because I don't know, I'm just, I'm not proud of it, but it's just, that's, that's, that's like the space I've been in. And the other day, I was just feeling like so, so overwhelmed by the state of the world. And so instantly, I was like, Lamentations, like I need to read Lamentations. And so I opened it, and um, as I was reading one of the verses that stood out to me, it said, let us examine our ways and test them and let us return to the Lord. And I feel like that is kind of what we've been talking about this episode. Like examine your heart, examine your ways, and then look at the Lord and go back to his way. Yeah, I second that and I echo that. (laughs) Like I had the opportunity to go to Passion 2020 before the world shut down. Yeah. (laughs) Before, I don't know, it started happening. Yeah. Um. And Christine Kane spoke on, I don't even know what the title of the sermon was called, but it was this message and it was like a call to our generation and a call to wake up as a generation. And at first I didn't take it like well. I was just like, okay, whatever. But yeah, but I just recently rewatched it and I was like, oh my gosh, like this is unbelievably (laughs) relevant and she talked about going back to the wells of ancestors whether that be like our spiritual parents or yeah um I don't know whoever that may be okay the context of that just go watch it but like going to the places where we have been fogged over with tradition Mm -hmm. and expectation and implicit bias and like those places and going back to those places and getting back to the foundations of like no like this is the gospel and this is the truth and unclogging and unfogging those those places and she was like that is your generation your generation isn't this or that it's yes and and both and yeah I think that is an something so new and something that honestly I've never seen in in any generation but ours before and it's terrifying because it's new and because we don't know how that works like we don't know how yes and works yeah and I feel really empowered by that concept because it is like such a call because it's not us and them it's both and like our real battle is between like good and evil like the light and the darkness and like our goal is to just stay fixed on God and like out of that he will bring healing and unity and justice and equality and like all those things yeah I think like something that we talked about in church this weekend is that Jesus died for everyone to have Mm -hmm. abundant life that means everyone there are people on this earth right now that are not experiencing abundant life because of their skin color or because of how they identify like things like that and it's like no Jesus died to give us all abundant life and while we're not of the earth we live 
on the earth and that means bringing a part of heaven like down here I think is like it's not the separation like we should be trying to bring as much of heaven to earth as we can Mm -hmm. and that means bringing like that means trying to make this life as abundant as possible for everybody yeah that that's that (laughs) like yeah everyone everyone means everyone like that's just that's not a confusing concept that literally means everyone yeah so god doesn't call us to divide he calls us to be unified in him because we're all made in his image and so us as believers especially have more in common than even like the non-believer same person that lives right next door because it's like we have the gospel in that but because of that we should be treating everyone in that way because we know that we yeah are made all in his image and yeah i mean obviously this has been very specific to christians but like yeah i just think that's true for everyone no matter like what religion you adhere to like we are all humans and we are all going through like this life together even though we might not be on the same path but like we're all going through this life together trying to do the best we can and like there should be equal opportunities afforded to all of us and Mm -hmm. like there's just no excuse for it to be any other way and for it to have been any other way yeah um yeah so ask those questions like get to the root of or get to the heart of of who you are and like if you're not a believer still asking those questions of like what biases do I have what prejudices do I have and is that like my intention or is that just because of like the way I was raised or where I was raised and start to question like those things and open yourself up to different perspectives yeah. like for me like one of my big goals when I read as you guys know I freaking love to read <laughs> like I devour books one of my big goals is to read books that are like by black people by people of color like by just people of different religions yeah by, pe- yeah by people of different sexual orientations just because like it's stepping into another's world mm-hmm. and um in the things we watch like are we'll we'll link a lot of resources but just like in what we watch like we have an opportunity in our free time to like sit on netflix and watch like new girl or whatever which is great but we also have the opportunity to go out and educate ourselves mm-hmm. and i think that's like, that's really empowering, and I think that is a call to action, so, like, Mm -hmm. what are you watching, what are you reading, what are you listening to when you're on social media, does every single person you follow look like you, are you hearing from, from the voices of other people, Mm -hmm. and if the voices of other people are screaming in pain, are you amplifying those voices, are you using your voice to take a stand and stand with them, Mm -hmm. yeah, so we, we've been, reading different books. Um, I've been reading Beloved by Toni Morrison. Um, I've wanted to read this book forever and I never did. And I'm like, what better time than now? She's an incredible, incredible black author. Um, this book is very, it's very hard to read, but it's very good. And you can show what you've been reading right now. Yeah, I've been reading, so you want to talk about race. And it's been super eye-opening because it goes into a lot of like this, um, history of like how we got to where we are Mm -hmm. which has been it's just like really it's just opened my eyes and like brought me into new perspective and like made me think about things that I think are normal and like safe and secure in a in another person's like perspective and it's like completely different it's like actually completely opposite and so it's like it's been really eye-opening yeah and a book recommendation that like I want to give especially to like the young girls is and it's a movie now but like the hate you give yeah that is 
a very easy read and it's from the perspective of a girl in high school and Mm -hmm. um and it's it's just a different perspective yeah and it's very like heartbreaking Mm -hmm. to read and like when you see like you can watch the movie too um we both read the book last year but yeah I think that's a really good starting point for people who are like okay I don't really know how to like enter into this but like it's it's like eye-opening and you can't help but be like shaken by it I guess yeah and it's a it's a perspective that isn't yours but it doesn't mean it's any like it it is a reality of somebody else's and and that's that's something that it's like you're seeing so many people right now I say say like well this isn't my reality it's like okay that doesn't negate it yeah just because it's not your reality doesn't mean it's not reality like yeah just because it's not your experience like congratulations like lucky you but that that doesn't mean like it's not a reality for other people I have been listening to pod for the cause the first episode is about mothers who have lost their kids to like police violence and they're now like kind of like leaders in that space and most of them are before like the time of social media so when this wasn't like as like it's always happened but when this wasn't as widely publicized I guess Mm -hmm. with like now we have like phones and stuff like that Mm -hmm. um so pod for the cause that was just like the one episode that I have listened to so far but they talk like about a lot of like civil rights issues and then last night our family watched Just Mercy which is really good Mm -hmm. and I never really had thoughts on the death penalty that wasn't like a political thing that I like super gave a lot of thought to I guess Mm -hmm. but um I'm like my no now (laughs) my thoughts now for sure um 13th on Netflix Mm -hmm. I haven't gotten a chance to watch it yet my sister is watching it right now but that is on my agenda Mm -hmm. for sure Mm -hmm. and I have another book on my hold list from the library (laughs) so many (laughs) so many um white fragility is like the next one that I'm going to be reading and yeah we I I mean I know like I want to keep being a place of resource even even after everything yeah. dies down and so we want to keep like letting you know what we're reading and yeah. watching and things like that and yeah. right now this is what we're le- like reading and watching yeah. and I do want to speak to like the work though like a lot of people are doing the work and yeah posting about it and then that's it but this can just be a work that you do within yourself and the work yeah. that you do like within your own mind and heart and your own perspective and you don't have to tell anyone about it and it can just be the change that you know you have. I think I think I there's a real importance that people speak up and use their voice. Yeah. But I think we have a real danger in falling into performance yeah. and performative activism and yeah. commodified activism instead of real activism. Like very important that things are brought to awareness and that people speak and use yeah. their voice. But definitely like know your intentions in doing so. Like yes. are you posting because like this is something you tr- are passionate about and you're doing the work, which is like, yeah, post. Or are you posting because you're like, well, I want people to perceive me in a certain way and yeah. I want to like, like this is not something that is trendy. And so just, I think, really evaluate your actions. Like, am I making this about myself? Am I making this about how other people perceive me? Yeah. Or is this like truly something that I believe in and need to do the work in? Yeah, nailed it. Okay. <laughs> what she said. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because that's definitely str- something I struggled with in the beginning. Yeah. I was like, I want to say something and I want to speak out, but I don't want to just add to this like screaming into the void if if I'm not saying something meaningful, if I'm not responding in a meaningful way, and if it's not being reflected in my own life. Yeah. I saw somebody, I can't remember who posted this, someone that goes to GCU, if you're listening, <laughs> if it was you, great. <laughs> um, they posted like, may our actions match our Instagram aesthetic. Mm-hmm just like if you're posting and like you are like making that known on Instagram like your life needs to match that like that is where the real change happens yeah and I think for me I get inspiration from people from seeing what people are doing yeah someone I went to high school with was like put your money where your values are and I like really liked that and so she shared what she donated to so I was like okay yeah like 
I don't have a lot of money, <laughs> but like I'm gonna donate a little, like small amounts where I can. And like I know you've done the same thing. And I, like for me, that was a source of inspiration. It was like seeing what other people are doing. Like, okay, yes, mm-hmm. especially people our age. It's like mm-hmm. who don't have any freaking money. <laughs> like I just think it's really cool and inspiring to see what other people are doing. Yeah. Too. That was like another side tangent, but yeah. yeah. Like we said, we'll be sharing. I'm going to make a highlight bubble of everything that we shared in the last, like, two week or two, depending on when this comes out. Yeah. Um, I'll make a highlight bubble of all of the things that we shared, and I'll try to link it, link other resources and things like that. Um, like we said, obviously, this was specifically addressing racism, um, but like we said, like, apply this to anything in your life. Examine your bias against all people. Mm-hmm. Like, and, Yeah examine your bias and your prejudice against all people thanks for listening and for for learning along with us Mm -hmm. and um and we're here for conversations too whether it's you agree or whether you disagree or whether you just have questions like we are learning too and we want to keep learning and obviously like we're more than happy to like share what we have learned so far too so if you need a starting point if you just have something to say we're here and you can reach us at at the hastes podcast or email us hello.hasispodcast at gmail.com yeah but instagram is probably the best way to reach us thank you guys for listening today and for inspiring us to learn and be better and we hope that for real this episode has inspired you guys to do the same bye Bye, sis. sis